Welcome to Always Real Talk. You've asked for it. And in the studio, we are talking about the Coronavirus Disaster Emergency Fund administered by the SBA. On the line with us uh, from Bowie Merlin is my good friend Carl Brown, who is the executive director of the Howard University Small Business Development Center. I know, Carl, that this a lot going on. One, I know that you're spending an incredible amount of time trying to keep your family protected uh, from this virus. It's good to hear that everyone is doing fine. And then as the executive director of the Howard University Small Business Development Center, I know that you have so many businesses uh, throughout this entire region that is calling you. I know that you've been working with them for a long time now in terms of trying to help them, one, get relief, trying to help them understand how do they actually stay in business. Uh, tell me, what is going on with this COVID uh, loan fund that people are talking about? Well, Kwame, first, I want to thank you for creating this platform to get this information out. It's good to see you and good to know that your family is as well and safe at the same time. You know, and, and thank you so much for all that you're doing with uh, Real Talk because we thank love you. it. I love it, man. You know, I'm always looking at the show. But thank tonight you. I want to talk about uh, three three things. Uh, the Economic Injury Disaster Loan, and that's called IDLE, or the acronym's IDLE, and then the IDLE Advance, and then the Paycheck Protection Program. And so I'm going gonna, gonna to go through as painstakingly detailed as possible so that we can provide inform information for our businesses to make good decisions. So... The idle grant, I mean loan, rather. And it is, is, now, there's, there's three things, right? Just to, I mean, three, I know three, three things. things. One is a loan, one is a grant, and then the other one is a paycheck. I keep calling it the payroll, but it's called paycheck, right? It's right? a paycheck, uh, paycheck protection program. Okay, okay. So, but let, yeah, let's, let's go through, uh, you know, who is eligible for the idle loan and advanced program. You have to have, uh, obviously, be a small business with less than 500 employees, a sole proprietor with or without employees. This is different. Independent contractors. You could be a cooperative with less than 500 employees. You can be an employee stock ownership uh, plan uh, business where um, the employees have purchased the business from the business owner, as long as you're less than 500 employees. You could be a tribal business with less than 500 employees. And you got to remember, this is for nationwide, okay? Right, nationwide. But if we look at this area, if we're here in, in Washington, D.C., Maryland, D.C., across the, across the country, Clearly, go online. You can check it out. But you have to be—you right. have to have less than five hundred employees. Is that correct? Less than five hundred. But if you notice that theme, it's always less. It's based on the SBA size standards. Okay. And okay. Does, then does it have to be a certain revenue size, or there's no revenue size? No, no, no revenue size. Okay, so no this revenue is, size. This is yeah. The information that I'm providing to you is in the actual CARES Act and in at the uh, National Law Review. Because okay. I check both places, all right, because I like to be thorough. <laughs> all right, well, that's, that's what we like to get. And this is some really good hot information. A lot of right. people have been asking. A lot of people have been calling. A lot of people have been texting me. Um, so there you have it as late for the loan, right? For the loan, you got to right. be less this than 500 employees. Now, I, I'm going to go through some more of this. 
But also understand that this thing is fluid. So there have been some changes since last week and as of yesterday. Okay. So if you're going to apply for this thing, you got to read the the law at, at, at that time. Go on the SBA.gov website and read everything you can to make sure that you are applying for something that, that you can benefit from. You know, no sense applying for something that you're not going to benefit or can't pay back later on. So uh, you could be in the agricultural business or uh, the uh, agriculture business, okay. uh, which is different. Okay, because usually those are handled through the FDA. And um, you can also be a nonprofit. Okay, so that's now, now is that a non profit being a private nonprofit, or does it make a difference what type of nonprofit it is? Well, it didn't distinguish private or it, but it did say it can't be charitable. Okay, so does do churches qualify for that? No, okay. churches don't qualify. Okay, so and then let me go on and finish out what is what who's not uh, eligible. If you're engaged in legal activity, you're not eligible. If you owe child support, you're not eligible. Or if you're late on your child support, you can't be a farm. You can't be doing anything sexual, owners, strip bar, anything like that. Not engaged in any kind of gambling. You can't be a lobbyist, a state, local, or municipal government, or a member of Congress. So those, those are not eligible. Now, for the advance, the, the grant part, it's up to $10,000. It's not a whole $10,000. So, so this is, now this is, I just want to be clear for our listeners. This is for the right. grant, right? So now we're going this to the This is for the grant. Okay, and the grant, you the, don't have to pay back, right? Grant, the I grant, you, the you grant, don't have, you don't have to, pay to pay back. back. Okay. That is correct. Okay. The loan piece you do. Now, what they've done is simplified the application process, and that's why I'm talking about both at the same time. Because once you go in to apply for the loan, there's a box for you to check for the grant. And it says, do you want the EIDL, which is the Economic Injury Disaster Loan, advance? Okay. Check that box, and then they that's when they give you the advance up to $10,000. Now, what is the criteria? The SBA said they're still working on that criteria to give you that $10,000 grant, which you don't have to pay back. All right. So I, I can't give you the criteria for that at this point. Now, because that, I don't have now for the grant itself, it's on the same website that we have showing on the screen here. You just go to that website. That's right. The form, as you can see, there's a if you go to the link, it's a link and you can see it on the screen here. And it kind of shows you a, like a pre-questionnaire, right? It asks right. You, yes, you know, sir. Do you, have you ever committed no legal crimes, no right. whatever, right. all that stuff? Pay child support. Yep. I'm just saying, your child support, yep. not going to get no money, right? Okay. That's, that's right. I mean, that's right. I mean, so, all right. And, so, and so that's is, the grant. Right. That's for the grant and the loan. Okay. So the grant same, and loan. Great. Same eligibility criteria for the loan is for the grant as well. Now, I do have a question for you on the grant applicant, on the grant loan and the application that it asks you all of those questions. One thing I did not see on there 
and we just had someone, you know, send us a tweet in. Um, I didn't see that if you uh, owe taxes. So if you your business owes taxes, do you qualify or do you not qualify? Well, you know, that's a good question. And as far as them not asking that question at this point, we don't have to worry about it. Okay, so for so exactly, there's a lot of people have filed extensions. So if right. you filed extension, you still exactly. qualify. Yeah, uh, doesn't it doesn't specify it? So I take it that uh, that means that you probably still can qualify for the loan, even right. if you do owe, owe taxes. Right. Okay, because if they if they put it in there that you, you if you if you haven't paid taxes, you're not eligible. Then guess what? Then you're not eligible. Right, just yeah. like the child support, right? Just like the child support. They okay. were very specific about what the criteria is to either qualify you or not. Okay. So, so, so now I know we, we've talked about the loan and we've seen that information on the screen. We've talked about the grant and the grant right. you don't have to pay back. Right. And then, But the let, let me, okay, let me also talk about, you know, the timetable. Okay. So for the grant piece... You're supposed to get it. Now, this is in the CARES Act that the president signed. It says you're supposed to get it within three days. Okay? So, and then the loan piece, it'll probably take three to six weeks before you get the money. So, let now, me ask you a question about... Let me ask you a question about the, the grant itself because yes. I know the loan, I know they said it's going to take some time from a loan perspective. Right. Um, as it relates to grant, once you fill out that application, and it, it does take some time, so I don't want people to think they can just jump on it and you know hit it, and it, you know it does take some time to fill out that application. Make sure you have all the proper documents ready. That you yes. know, most of it's self certification yeah, what, too. If what correct, I would suggest is print out the application, gather up all the documents that are required, and then as you go through. You can just upload the documents as needed and you're not scrambling and running around looking for things. Right. And that's what I wanted people to know. Some people think I can just click, 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 click. No, they're going to ask you for some information. Uh, make sure you know what that information is prior to starting to, to go through the application. It'll, it'll save you a right. lot of time. Save um, you a lot of time. And then the second. Because time, if, they, if they, you know, if your application is incomplete, understand that they're going to notify you and then you're going back in the bottom of the queue. Whoa. So if you good, were that's here. Good, that's good to know. So if you know, number, yeah. if you're number 1000 and you don't fill out everything right. Yeah. The next thing you know, you're going to, you might be number 600. You might be 500,000 now because you might be at the that, bottom. That's right. Because right. I mean, we know, don't know talk. how many people across the country are going to be submitting these things. Now, also know that the IDLE program is funded through the SBA, okay, which okay. is different. Now, that's a great so, point. So, let me ask right. you a question. Let me ask you yes, a question. Sir. There are people that called, and some people, they, I saw them, they tweeted me, they texted me, they said, hey, man, do I go to my bank? Like, nope. do I have to go to my bank to fill this nope. out? People are trying to go see their banker, and they're trying to say they're hearing all these different things. Where do they go? Is it, is it the is it the oh, no, website? They just, go, they just go to the sba.gov website to okay. you know and and like we say, print out the application, 
review it, you know, get all the documents, you know, line them up, put a, put a folder in your computer and upload all those things in, in your folder. And as you need it on the application, just take it out your folder and put it on the application. That way, you know, you're going to be complete and thorough and they're not going to kick you out of the system because you didn't submit a, a form, you know, okay. and that's what you want to do. Well, let me ask you a question just from a time perspective. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. There are people that are uh, contractors, self-employed. Mm -hmm. they, mm -hmm. they qualify. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they qualify, too. So if you're self-employed, yep. you know, yep. a contractor. Hey, Independent contractors, sole proprietor, with or without employees. Okay, so with or so you can just be one man shop. I one man shop that you can apply. Yep. Okay, so we went through the loan, we went through the grant, uh, and the next thing is the the paycheck, right? There's something called the paycheck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's let's finish up with the loan piece because I wanna I wanna make sure that people understand what we're talking about here. So the term of the loan is this. You can apply for up to $2 million. All right. It's a 30-year fixed at 3.75% for profit business. All right. For profit businesses and 2.75% for nonprofits. 30 years with a one-year deferment. So if you get the money, say... May 1st, your first payment is not due until May 1st, 2020, uh, 2021, I'm sorry, May 1st, 2021, okay? Let, let me, add, I want to make sure I got that, okay? Yeah. That's a big one, so it's up to 2 million. Up to 2 million. Now, someone told me, and I'm going to, you know, that's why we have you here, the, the facts, fact check it, that is they take your gross revenues and divide that by two and you can only get up to a half a million dollars. So you're saying, no, it's up to no, $2 million. They, they, they're probably, they're probably looking at the, uh, paycheck, uh, program. Let, let's finish with this. Okay. So it's, it's up to, it's up to $2 million. Okay. $2 million. And what is the 30 rate? Years. Now, what is the rate on that $2 million? Two, uh, 3.75 for for-profit businesses. 2.75 for nonprofits. Now, is there a qualifying factor? Like, do my revenues have to be, is it based on what my revenues is or is it based on what my gross profit oh, is? I, oh, absolutely. It's based, you, if you're making $10,000, well, say, say your business is making uh, $5,000 a month, you can't go in there and ask for a $2 million loan. That's well, not going to happen. I wanted to put that out there. Let's talk about this. It's based on your credit score. Got you. Of of the business. Uh, of the business and you, depending yeah. on okay. depending on the business. Okay. The maturity of the business, it's based on your credit score. Okay. So so here here's a kicker. So say you apply for thirty five thousand dollars. That's what you need, all right? And you apply for the up to $10,000 advance grant because all you do is check a box. And they find that you are not qualified for the 35000 
what you are qualified, you but they they calculate that they can give you eight thousand out of the ten for the grant. You're going to get an eight thousand dollar grant that you don't have to pay back, but okay. you're not going to get the full thirty five. But you're not going to get the, the thirty that four thousand for the loan, right? Right. Now, right. okay. But now I have a question. I know we haven't got to the paycheck part yet. But you can yep. only apply for one of the three. Is that correct? No, you can apply for both of them. You can, you can apply for all three of them. So you can apply for the loan. You can yep. apply for the grant. And you yep. can also apply for, which we'll get to in a second, the paycheck, right? Paycheck, yeah. Okay, because okay, that's a miss. Yep. A lot of people don't think they can only apply for one. Nah, because to I'm, I'm going to tell you, the new uh, application for the Paycheck Protection Program actually has the idle loan listed on there. Okay. Last week it didn't have it on there. Okay. Okay. And, and now that had now that actually has it on there. That now it has it on there. So if you were to go on SBA.gov right now, you would see it in the formula. Good, good, good. Well yep. that's that's a that's a big switch from what it was before. Right. But you know let, let's see, but let, let's talk about what you can use the money for, because just just like with every government grant, just like my grant, there's things you can use the money for and things you cannot use the money for. All right. Now, is this is this for the the loan? This for the loan. The loan and the grant. Okay, so they both have because stipulations. If you, yeah, because if you if you is it's the same thing. Okay. So if you use the you get the grant money and you say, okay, well I don't have to pay it back, but I'm gonna use it for things that they say you can't use it for. Guess what? You gonna have to pay the money back plus interest. So that's why I would I want you to protect yourself as a small business owner because they put twenty five million dollars in the bill, the CARES Act, for the Inspector General. And why'd they do that? Because they're going to be investigating where this money and how this money was used, you know, what it was used for. So as a small business owner, I want you to be armed with the information to protect yourself. So what the money can be used for is this. You could pay for fixed debts. Now, I would caution you on that and ask your SBA um, you know, back office support person, what are my, what fixed debts qualify for this? You can use it for payroll, accounts payable, employee sick leave, and other debts that cannot be paid due to the disaster. Again, I would caution you to get a determination from the SBA what that is. Because you don't want to be accountable for this money a year or two from now, or maybe three years from now, if someone comes back and says, well, hey, you know what, Kwame? You spent uh, this money on this, you know, you put a nice sign on your building, but that wasn't what the money was used, should have been used for. Well, Carl, so, let, me, let, me, Carl, let uh, me ask you a question then, Carl. Is yeah. When you, on the application itself, Mm -hmm. Is there a way, is there something on the application that lays out what you can use the money for so people know ahead of time? 
It is what I just read to you. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't give you a laundry list of stuff. I wish it did, because that will make more sense to you, right? Okay, okay, okay. But we just but, want people to know uh, it. And you can go, once again, you can go to the website. You see it all at the SBA website. That's right. And again, everything is fluid. Everything is changing. So before you hit that send button, make sure that you understand what you're getting yourself into. All right. Okay. What you can't use the money for. All right. You cannot refinance debts previously incurred. You cannot make payments on other loans that you receive from any federal agency and the SBA. Because remember, these, these funds are coming directly from the SBA. Okay. You cannot pay your tax penalties or tax civil fines. You cannot do any repair, for, you know, like on your, like if you have a building and say there was some damage to your building, you can't do any repairs or physical damage. And you cannot pay dividends or disbursements to the owners of the company with these funds. Okay, so you, you, you can't get a loan and then can, you can't get a loan and then loan the owner of the company. Is that or loan? Well, or, or just, you know, say, well, hey, we're going to give you a extra 50000 this year. And, you know, they, they, they're not going to approve. They, well, they, they're going to make you pay that back. Now, is, that is, that, is that the same for the payroll, too, or is that just for the loan and the grant? No, no, no. When you're paying payroll, that's straight up. Okay. I just want people money. to know there's a lot of different lot of different targets moving. I just want people to be clear. Oh, and and there are a lot of lot of moving targets, Kwame. And that's why I'm glad that, you know, we we're out here talking about this and we're also arming folks with the information that these are some of the pitfalls they need to look at. You can pay your payroll and your accounts payable. But you cannot just say, okay, we know hey. Carl was a great guy this year. We're going to give him an extra 25000 with this uh, loan money. No, because then you're going to wind up paying that money back. Can you hire more employees with the money? You can hire new employees with the money. Yes, you can. Okay. Now, let's transition into the Paycheck Protection Program, because when you're talking about bringing employees on, that's one of the things. Now, this is not funded through the SBA like the other two. What, what I mean by that is there's no check coming from the SBA. Okay. This is funded through the 7A program, which is a current program within the SBA. And then you have to go to your banker for this program. All right. Paycheck protection program. So this, is, so the this is the paycheck protection program. I know a lot of people have been talking about the payroll protection program. Oh, and it opened up today, April 3rd. Right. That's what I'm saying. Every, that, that's yep. all people have been talking about. So the payroll yep. protection program, that's the one that you can go to a bank. Most people right. are going to their bank. And I know some people saying this bank doesn't do it. This bank does it. You can go to the website, get a list of, does any bank do it or how does that work? No, no. You can go to the SBA website. Put in your zip code and they will give you a list of banks like Industrial Bank is one of the banks that's listed. OK, okay. which is a good thing. Absolutely. So uh -huh. local at local good folks, black owned, 
family-owned. Good folks. You know? That's right. Long Absolutely. History. Yeah. So, uh, and well-managed, too. So, um, eligibility for this 7A-type loan, which they call Paycheck Protection Program. Small businesses, again, with less than 500 employees, sole proprietors, independent contractors, gig economy workers, and self-employed, okay? So if you're a dog walker or, um, you know, here's one that I never even thought of, but I read about it. You know those motor scooters that are all over the road, all over the sidewalks? Yep, yep. You it, you know, a lot of people take those home, plug them in, and charge them up. Right. And they get paid for that. Did you know that? Well, and the ones that do, so those individuals could also apply for paycheck That's a gig, protection. That's a gig economy, bro. <laughs> now, let's, let, let's walk through, and this one's important because there's so yes. many uh, entrepreneurs, people that are just one-shop guys, just one person. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. like you just mentioned, the scooter, you, you get it home, you charge it up, they pay you, guess what? You're a paycheck person, right? So That's right. they qualify. What That's is right. the guidelines? Qualify. What are the guidelines in terms of how do you know how much one could get in terms of that type of protection? Okay. That's a good question. And here it is. They have a formula. All right. So it would be it's based on your max your your payroll, average monthly payroll, all right? So as a gig economy guy, say you drive an Uber or something like that, right? Uber Eats or Uber or Lyft or whatever. They send you a check every week, you know, so you can get it daily, weekly, monthly, however you want it. They're looking at the average monthly payroll that you're bringing in. And then they uh, multiply that by 2.5%. And that is the amount of the loan that you could get. Now, understand that this loan is only uh, to cover eight weeks of payroll. All right? Eight weeks. Because they figure we'll be back. The economy will be back in eight weeks or the end of June or whatever. So, look, let, so, me, let, me, let me just back up real quick because I want to make sure I yeah. capture this for our audience. Mm-hmm. It's eight weeks. Eight weeks. It's two two point five times your whatever week, you put in your weekly payroll. No, you, monthly. Average your, monthly. You av- oh, your average monthly. Okay. Average monthly. Your average monthly. Now, on that particular application, do you have to get a paycheck stub or how do you? What information do you send in? Um, now that's a good question. I would, you know, everyone's not going to get a paycheck. Um, you know, some of it is, you know, paychecks are almost passe, really. What, you know, you can show on your bank statement. So when you, so, so for, for an entrepreneur that takes draws, right? Uh-huh. They're a one man shop and they take draws and, and that, the, whatever they take personally, I take it. All that's on the website that kind of lays out what is the information that needs to be right. collected. Is that right? So go right. to the website, see the information. Go to the website. If you're yep. an entrepreneur, make sure you do that ahead of time. Once again, before you start to download the application, you go to fill out the application, see what's needed, collect all that information. So when you're going through the application itself, you can just upload those documents right there. Upload, you don't have to go back. Yeah. And you don't want to miss a beat. You don't want to skip over anything. Because again, 
once you're in the queue, if you come out the queue, everybody goes up and you go on the bottom. And you go on bottom. So you have right now, you have a staff of how many? Well, right now I have a staff of seven, but okay. we have some contractors that are working with us on this as well. And so if people out there are listening and they need to call, are they? can they call the Small Business Development Center and someone oh, would welcome to Absolutely. Or, or the quickest way to get in touch with us right now is to go online. Absolutely. DCSBDC.org and sign up for services because we got a, 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 believe it or not, we, for the um, district micro grant, we got a a boatload of taxi drivers that found out about us and all signed up for services and we we helped them with that grant that that the uh Dempe just had and that's what i and that's where i wanted to go to we talked about the sba we talked about the federal side we talked about the loans we talked about the mm -hmm. grants we talked about the payroll protection you can you can request up to 10 million dollars Remember the idle grant, I mean, idle loan is only up to $2 million. This one's up to $10 million. It's intended to cover eight weeks of your payroll, all right? Now, you, this could be a grant, 100%, so all right? Page, so the Paycheck, paycheck protection, protection is a grant that does not have to be paid back. It's a loan with grant-like forgiveness. Well, I guess, let's, let's keep it real simple. Yeah. If you qualify and you get it, you don't have to pay it back. No, if you use it for the following reasons. Well, I mean, you, uh, well, one, you have to follow the guidelines. You have to follow right. what it's being used for. If you right. follow what it's being used for and you follow all it's, of the process in the correct way, then it, yep. it basically you don't have to pay it back. That's if right. If you violate any of those situations, you're going to have to pay it back. Well, not the whole thing, but that portion. That portion. Well, that's what, that, course, portion. that portion. Yeah. Okay. Just want people to know. So, I don't want people to tweet us and call us and say, you said it was free. I don't got to pay it back. Got to follow the directions, right? Follow gotta, the directions. Got to follow and, and that's what we're talking about because we want to make sure that people are informed and making good decisions and that they know right from wrong. Now, after you know this, and you know how people are anyway, they're going to blame us anyway. <laughs> so it don't matter. But if they use the money for their payroll, existing interest payments on their mortgage, say if they own the building that they're operating out of, you know, say it's a pizza shop, they own the building. If they pay their mortgage with that money or their lease with that money, rent payments, utility services, all that's good. They can pay salaries up to $100,000. So this guy, I was talking to this company earlier. They were IT company. A lot of their executives are are six figures. A lot of them are over $100,000. I told them, hey, at the end of the day, you it's, everyone will be capped at 100000 So they're just going to miss out on a piece of that. But with this loan, this grant rather, if you pay their salaries up to one hundred. You're staying within compliance, and you don't have to pay this back. Now, if you want to make them whole and pay that amount back, that's up to you, you know. And he was like, "Well, hey, you know, that's something we could talk about, but you know, so you could do that. You could pay hourly wages. You could pay tips. If if your employees, you own a restaurant, your employees could say, well, hey, 
Carl, I, I make an average of $150 a week on tips, and they can show me some kind of proof. I can pay tips out of that, paid sick and medical leave out of that, and you can pay your group health insurance premium with this money. Okay, okay. And it would, because all of these things we just talked about keep you in compliance, it is forgiven. It's forgiven. That's right. So it's all that keeps you in, in compliance. Let all me, that uh, keeps you in compliance. Now, Anything me you, else? Is, let me, the scar, let me ask you a question. There is, yes. um, there is, well, I'll tell you what, we'll hold that. We'll be right back with Carl Brown, the executive director of the Small Business Development Center at Howard University. We are talking about the Small Business Relief Fund uh, based on a COVID-19, uh, the loan, the grant, the paycheck. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Welcome back to Always Real Talk. I'm still here with my good friend, Carl Brown. Carl Brown, executive director of the Howard University Small Business Development Center. And look, we, this was some great information. Uh, Carl, you was talking to us a Thank little you. bit about the Paycheck Protection uh, pro, uh, program. Fund, right? Mm -hmm. And you were going through some of the requirements. We want to go ahead and finish up what those requirements are so people are very clear of the requirements because this is a big deal. And it's some, right. some things that has to do that doesn't have to do with credit. Walk us through that. Yeah. Um, for for a change, this one is not based on your credit history. This is based on whether or not you had a viable business on February 15th, 2020. Okay. That's the date that they picked. And as long as your business was up and running and you were generating revenue and all that, that will prove that you had a viable business. Then they would loan loan you the money. But if you keep within the criteria, they would forgive the amount of money, the principal uh, that that they gave you. So now you still so still on the hook for the interest though, but you got the principal will be forgiven. So let me ask you a question, Carl. The mm -hmm. key is that it's from October of 2019. Is that correct? No. Mm -mm. What, what, is, no what, is just, it what, is, what is it based on? Like the, you the mentioned a time date. period, February 15th, 2020 through June 30th, 2020. Okay, got it. So I, just want people to, I want people to know that because that is very, very important when you and go back and you start to look at and pull your records. It's from February. Right. To June. This is February 15th. Now, you know, they're going to look at that, probably ask you for three or four months prior to. Right. You know, so, uh, but anyway, the funding is authorized until 1231.20. All right. So, so, is, so, that di so is that different than, because the loan on the website, it has 930.2020 for the loan well, for the grant. Well, you know what? And, and I'll tell you, Kwame. This thing has been fluid. Things have been changing on the daily. This is the my notes were as of uh, what's today Friday Wednesday. So if you went on the website today right. and saw September thirtieth, then that's the new date. So because that's that's I how did, that being said, check the website. Whatever you do, check the website. Apply, check the website every day. It, check the website. It, 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 
because we don't want to be out here giving out bad information. But we, this is the information that I've been working with for the past two days. And like I said, everything's been fluid. I mean, well, they made changes during the, the president's press conference the other day. Yes, yeah, so I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw that a lot. But we know one thing. I, the website says September, whether it's September, October. September 30th. If you never started today filling out that information, shame on you, right? Because That's right. this information is available. This funding is available. And I will tell you. Right. Someone's going to get this, you know, couple trillion dollars. Now, well, it may look, not be you, but somebody's going to get it. If they qualify, they're going to get it. So I'm just telling all of our listeners, all of our audience, please mm -hmm. pay attention. Three steps. One, check the website. Two, gather all the documents needed. All the documents. you start filling out the application. Mm -hmm. And then three, take advantage of the program. That's right. All of them. Now, they, they, this is a two-part program here. Small businesses and sole proprietors can apply for the money today going forward. Next Friday, April the 10th, gig employees and independent contractors self-employed can apply for the money at that time. I don't know why they did it two-tier. Maybe they want to make sure that small businesses get it before, you know, independent contractors or so, I mean, not so proudest, but self-employed or gig folks, I don't know. But, but they need to, look, you need to take advantage of it. Whatever it is, you need to take advantage whatever, of it because you don't whatever want the guy that's charging you fall into, take advantage of it. You don't, because you don't want the guy that's charging the scooter to get the money. And you ain't get the money, and then you're gonna complain because the guy that's charging and then, his house, hey, hey, right? Get and the then money. you complain about not getting it. And let me put it to you like this: so if you need some help with it, contact my office, dcsbdc.org, and we can help you because we're already helping a boatload of folks with their applications. So, and everything is on. We're not we're not sitting down across the table from one another. Everything is done by Skype, Zoom, Uber Meets, and all that other stuff. So we're not, you know, we all practicing, uh, what'd you call that? So, um, distance, yeah. distance, social distance. Social distance. Like we're social all practicing. Well, Carl, I right. want to thank you. Thank you again. Thank you and your team because I know that, you know, it's been not only tough for everyone at home with their loved ones and their families, but it has to be extra tough for those that are on the front line every single day because you and your staff are receiving phone calls from people that really don't know what to do, that spent their you know life earning right. starting a business. Uh, some people started last year, and look what they ran into. Some people have been around for a long time, and they had to go lay off people. 30 people years. Trying to figure out how to get out of this situation, and I know that they've been talking to your folks, and you've been doing a phenomenal job. So I want to thank you and your team. Uh, we'll be back, you know, uh, next week, we'll be talking about Washington, D.C. specifically and what uh, this mayor, this mayor has done a phenomenal job here in Washington, and they have uh, some relief funds for businesses. And we'll be talking a little bit about that with you next week. So, hey, for everyone at home, we want to appreciate you for tuning in to Always Real Talk. We wanted to bring you some exciting information that's talking about small businesses. Check it out. Go to the website. Get the information. But once again, take advantage of it. It's Always Real Talk. You know 
It's going to be real. If you like what you heard, follow us at our YouTube channel at alwaysrealtalk.com. Click the subscribe. Hey, share with others. If it's always real talk, you know it's going to be real. Mm -hmm.